This is Building a Website Pro with Michael Zapke, episode number two. Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome to Building a Website Pro at buildingawebsitepro.com. I'm Michael Zapke, and I'm here to help you learn how to make a website with WordPress tutorials and build a pro website without the pro price. Quickly, effectively, no coding needed. On this episode of Building a Website Pro, I share everything you need to know to choose the right domain name for your website. And in the Pro Pointer, I share a great tool for quickly searching for keyword-rich domain names. Now, when I say in the Pro Pointer, now the Pro Pointer is just going to be a section of the show that I'll do on a consistent basis that provides you a a technology or new tool, software, an application, or just something like that, or just maybe a business tip of of some sort for a website that I'll get to share with you. So that will be with the Pro Pointer, and I'll get to something there at the end of the show. And I'd like to remind you that if you'd like an immediate jumpstart guide for building your website the right way, claim it by going to www.goprogift.com. That's goprogift.com, G-O-P-R-O-G-I-F-T.com. I wanted to say that first and foremost, if you're building your own website or choosing a, a website, you absolutely must have your own unique custom domain name. Now, just to clarify, first of all, what a domain name is, it's the web address that you have that people can find you on the web. So, for example, buildingawebsitepro.com is my domain name or my web address or URL, as some people call it. And that is specific just to me. It's one that I've purchased and then I own it, and it doesn't go through any other third-party websites. Now, some third-party websites would be something like blogspot.com. Now, though you can choose a name through them, let's say it was buildingawebsitepro.blogspot.com, that would be, you know, a custom domain name, I guess, but it's not something that's unique and not something that's controlled by you. And it has that blogspot name in there, which would be completely not you at all. So I always highly, strongly suggest to people, you know, to, to, definitely get your own domain name because it's it's more professional ultimately it looks a lot better just to be you know buildingwebsitepro.com and not buildingwebsitepro.blogspot.com you know you're putting another business's name in there and and people will see that and they'll it you just won't seem like you know a, a real professional player in the game i guess now if you're just a hobbyist you know maybe that is fine for you but even still, you know, you never know what your hobby might turn into and carry it on. And, you know, domain names are so inexpensive, you know, just go ahead and do it off the, off the start and, you know, have your own, have your own site and something that you're happy with. You know, I sometimes use the example that it's like, it's like getting a small cubicle in someone else's building. You know, yeah, that little cubicle might be might be your space or your business. Let's say you're running your whole business out of that cubicle, but you're still in someone else's building, ultimately. You know, go ahead and get a separate building that's just yours, that people can find you. It's professional, and, you know, it's right there, easy to find. So, anyways, enough about that. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into the top seven tips uh, for choosing your domain name. And first of all, it's to answer this question because choosing a domain name goes hand in hand with this. And that's really, what is the main purpose of your website? And so hopefully you have at least some idea of you know why you want to build a website. You know, there are a lot of different things that you could be building a website for. You know, you might have a business already that's established maybe in a brick and mortar setting and you want to actually take it online now. Or maybe, you know, you're just an individual who wants to have a website online that's maybe more of an e-portfolio or a resume site. All right, you also might just be someone who has a hobby that you're interested in and you wanted to be able to go online and and start posting pictures or, you know, blogging about that topic. Uh, you know, there are also people that actually have products or maybe it's a, a niche product, a niche, niche product. And you want to just make a site just for that. Maybe you, maybe you're specialized in some sort of bamboo tables and you want to be able to sell those online and, and talk about them and just create a whole site around those bamboo tables. You know, that's another option too. So, you know, regardless of, of your of what your purpose is, there's, of course, probably an unlimited amount of things that we could mention. You know, the main thing is for you to be clear on what it is. What is it that you really want to accomplish with your website? And once you figure that out, that's really going to help you in choosing, you know, what you name your website, what that domain name or that web address is going to be. Now, if you already have an established business name, obviously the 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 obvious choice there would be to try to find your business name as the web address, but that's not always going to be possible, and so sometimes you will have to get creative. But we'll get in we'll get into that too. So that was number one. It's answering the question: What is the main purpose of your website? Now number two is to avoid hyphens, numbers, and the word the whenever possible. So a lot of times you'll see websites that you know. Let's say it was building a website pro right now it's just i don't have any hyphens in there but it could have been building hyphen a hyphen website hyphen pro.com so you can see how that can just even trying to tell someone the web address it can get challenging and so if at all possible avoid using hyphens because it's can it can get confusing it's hard to describe and people might forget oh is there a hyphen here hyphen here uh, that sort of thing. And also avoid using numbers. It's a good general rule of thumb to avoid numbers because it's also can be confusing when you're trying to explain to someone, you know, where your website is. If I said that my site is at, at fivealive.com, I don't know if that's actually a website, but fivealive.com, would, the person might ask, well, is it spelled out five, F-I-V-E, alive.com? Or is it just the number five? So, I guess really to avoid that conversation over and over again, try to avoid numbers. And then I also suggest avoiding the use of the word the at the beginning of your domain. Obviously, if it fits in the middle somewhere or it's the name of something in particular, that's probably fine. But if you're just trying to use the word the just to find a domain name that's available. So if I went, let's say, building a website pro Dot com was not available, and I decided to say, well, I'll call it the building a website pro.com. Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's good, best not to do that, basically, because again, it's something that 
can be easily forgotten. Uh, people might look up buildingwebsitepro.com instead of the, they'll forget the the, uh, or if if there is an established website already with the with the main domain, buildingwebsitepro, let's say .com, and then you add the, well, that's great. You have it available for you, but they, if they don't type in the the, then they're going to someone else's site. So it's easily mistaken and it, you know, they could be going to the wrong place. So avoid the use of the word the if you can. Number three, make it unique, easy to type and remember and short and avoid clever. Now, ultimately, when you choose a domain name, you do want it to be unique, something that's personal to you that will be memorable, hopefully, but try to avoid getting clever with your domain name or how you spell it. So uh, let's see, if I if I was going to choose the website, let's say pooltables.com, I would find right away that the domain name pooltables.com is not available. And I, th- I would think, oh, okay, maybe I could do something clever like turn the S into a Z. Yeah. And then I can do pool tables with a Z at the end. And you might find that that's available, but I recommend not doing that because, well, first of all, it's a misspelling. But second of all, it's going to be something that's going to get confusing eventually. People either aren't going to remember that it's a Z or they'll go to the S version and find some other site. Um, So just you know, use real words, I think, whenever possible, uh, <laughs> especially keyword uh, domain names like that, where people are actually searching in search engines for, you know, pool tables in this example. So keep it to actual words that people would be using or spelling. And that goes right hand in hand, of course, with, yeah, easy to type and remember. And that's ultimately, we. I, I always say that a clearly named web address always trumps a clever one. So, be unique, but don't be clever because clever can get confusing. Be Always try to aim to be clear in your web domain name choosing. In choosing your domain name, you will need to decide whether it's more important to have a keyword-based or brand-based domain name for your site. Now, what do I mean by keyword-based or brand name brand-based domain name for your site? So a keyword-based domain name would be one that that uses words and terms that people would be searching for in search engines. So if you use a keyword tool, and I'll get into that later, you can actually look online to see which keywords are people typing into things like google.com for the topic of your website. So for example, buildingawebsitepro.com, there are people that are actually typing building a website into Google, and then they search. So that would be more of a keyword-based domain name. It's actually using words that people are searching for. Now, I could have guessed and thought, oh, make a website or something like that. But is that really what people are searching for? And you don't always know that until you actually do the research. Now, a brand-based domain name, of course, is a, is based just off of a brand. So Google, you know, what's, what's a Google, <laughs> you know? That would be a brand-based domain name, you know, Coca-Cola. Those, you know, if those didn't already exist, people wouldn't have been searching for it because those are just brand names. They're not actual keywords or descriptive words of what the website or business is. So if you already have an established business, 
again, you're going to be looking for probably the, your business name or a little variation of a business name. But if you don't have one set, you might want to seriously consider doing a keyword-based domain name. Now, if you want some ideas to try to come up with, you know, unique word ideas or combinations, there are free sites like .omator.com. That's D-O-T-O-M-A-T-O-R.com. Or uniquenames.com. That's U-N-I-Q-U-E hyphen N-A-M-E-S dot com. Uniquenames.com. Uh, and that those can help you create unique ideas for you know, to inspire your name selection, I guess. So you can type in a few words that you're considering and it will help mix mix up the words together to come up with a combination that you might actually consider using for your domain name. Because sometimes it is hard to find domain names that are available, but there might just be a combination there that you hadn't thought of. So those are two two things that I found that, that can be helpful. And so number four, I suggest writing down five to ten domain name ideas. So, you know, go ahead and as you start thinking through what your business is, where you want to go with it, or what your website is going to be about, go ahead and write down all the domain name variations. And it, it can start it can start adding up pretty quick, you know, like building a website pro. You know, I could have just done building a website or build a website or website pro builder, but that, you know, can have completely different connotations, but you sort of get the idea. If one isn't available, you're going to want to have a lot of other options. And you'll be surprised at how many websites are taken, even though it seems like a really unique, you know, version uh, or unique combination of words that you're putting together. So definitely start writing down, you know, as many as you can and start mixing the words in ways that, that you would be okay with getting a domain name and start collecting that list. Now, if you're not, you can also just take keywords and start making a list of the keywords in general if you didn't actually have the website, a list of website ideas. Just go ahead and put a, you know, at least make a long list of keywords and then start putting those together or put them into, you know, the two websites I mentioned before, the dotomator.com or the uniquenames.com. So once you have them down on paper, your domain name ideas... Number five is check your domain name ideas for uniqueness and avoid copyright. Now, checking your domain name ideas for uniqueness. Once you have your list compiled from number four, now it's time to actually go into a website to check to see which domain names might be available that you can choose from and purchase. Now, I suggest using GoDaddy.com. They actually make it very easy to to plug in your domain name and check for availability. It's very quick. You can also do a bulk search if you needed to look for a lot of them, which if you have your list available, you could easily put them in all at the same time if you wanted to. But the main thing is, you know, go to GoDaddy. You can access that by going to, you can actually get it from going to my website. If you go to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash GoDaddy, G-O-D-A-D-D-Y. That'll take you right on over to the website so that you can start searching there. Or you can just go to uh, Building Website Pro. I have, it's listed in my toolbox items on my, the main nav- navigation. You can find GoDaddy under the My Toolbox. And so once you go over to GoDaddy, you'll be able to start putting in those domain names and just hitting search and seeing what's available. And it will, 
it'll actually give you a list of the different types of extensions, they call them. So like .com, that would be considered an extension, .net, .org. Those are all different extensions. Now, I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Uh, number six is verify that your domain name is available as a .com. I recommend exclusively, whenever possible, please get the, dom- the domain with the .com. You know, there are a lot of reasons, but the main one is that it's, uh, the main few reasons are that it's profession- more professional that way. You know, it just .coms tend to be more established websites. And people are less likely to be confused by a .com because that's what people typically will type in they'll or assume that it's a .com. Now, finding a .com is a little more difficult because, you know, unless it's a really unique name, like let's say it was my last name, ZapQ, you know, there weren't any other ZapQs that were purchasing domain names. So <laughs> there's hardly any ZapQs that are, you know, around. So it was easy to find that one. But if you don't have a website or an idea for a website that's more unique, it's going to be harder to find the .com, definitely. But if you can't get your exact name, there I always say there's always ways to be creative about it. You know, whether it's just finding a different word combination, like we discussed before, finding a different mixture of the words together, or adding, you know, an adjective to something. So... You know, even again, going back to building website pro, building a website wasn't available, but to be able to brand it more with the pro, you know, I was able to find that and use that. And so you could do something like that as well. Now, if you absolutely can't get a dot com, I would say secondarily, you know, to do a dot net uh, or a dot org. If you're an organization, you can probably get away with just doing the .org, but I still say eventually, you know, if you plan to be around for a while with your organization, it'll still be good to have the .com, but I think you have a little more leeway as just an organization or nonprofit organization to go with the .org, uh, but .net, .org would be the secondary ones that I would say, okay, you probably could do those, but still, definitely, I recommend doing the .com uh, whenever possible. Now, for people that are outside of the United States, their their domain names such as you know yoursite.co.uk or co. or um, you know .com.au for Australia or like I said UK for United Kingdom. So they're the different different countries do have the different country extensions. And in, in your case, that's going to be fine also. So if your .com, the regular .com isn't available and and you wanted to do something that was like .co.uk, that would probably be just as comparable. And it also sort of depends, again, on what your business is. If you're more of a local-based, let's say a regional, you, you serve more people that are just in the UK than you would, you know, worldwide, then definitely the .uk would would work really well for you. If you wanted something that was more, I guess, globally based or just information based site that could be all around the world, then you might still want to really try to find that .com uh, extension. Now, number seven, use a keyword tool like Google AdWords tool or Longtail Pro for popular keywords and use relevant modifiers for difficult to find available domain names. Whew, that was a long title there. 
basically, I've already addressed this a little bit, um, in terms of the modifiers, you know, it's finding, finding just an extra word added to your, your domain name that, that helps you get availability of that domain name. Again, in my case, it was the pro. I added the pro to the end of building a website and, you know, that, that was available and that works for me and that it sounds fine and, uh, you know, something I can live with. Now, the keyword tools that I mentioned are Google's AdWord tool, and you can find that at adwords.google.com, and that's A-D-W-O-R-D-S.google.com. And that is a free tool that Google offers to anyone who has a Gmail account, basically. They have the Gmail email account. That's your as your login anyways. You can access this tool and type in keywords that you want to target. So if it was building a website, I could type that into the Google AdWords tool. And then I could do a search to see what people are actually searching for based on those keywords. And you can get a whole list of different keywords that people are searching for, keyword phrases that people are typing into things. Well, in this case, it's just Google. Um, And then you can use that list to help give you ideas. So I might have used the word building for building a website, but maybe uh, Google pulls up and says, well, making. People are typing in the word making a website, not building a website. So those are good things to know. And you might not have thought of a lot of the different ideas that it pulls up. So even that alone, just to type that in and go in and search, it might give you new words that are also still very relevant to what you want to do on your website, but that you wouldn't have thought of on your own. Now, you know, that's a quick summary of that. There's a lot a lot more that I could be said about that. I'm not going to go into it here. But another keyword tool that, that it's, I actually use is called Longtail Pro. It's just three words, Longtail Pro. And what this does, it actually does use the Google AdWords system for its information, but it actually pulls, it pulls a lot more information and it filters a lot more information and keywords faster for you. So what I can do in and Longtail Pro that I can't do in Google AdWords is I can type in just, I can type in several different keywords and do a search. And while it's searching, I can also have it check to see if the domain names are available, like right on the spot. So I don't have to then take the list of keywords, go over to godaddy.com and then do a search. Longtail Pro actually lets you do it right there as it's searching for the keywords that you put in. Um, so you can also add additional filters. Maybe you only wa- wanted a uh, a domain name with three words. You could limit it to the search to just three word phrases that, that people are looking for. You could also limit it to a certain number of searches uh, really, really easily. So if you wanted a web domain name that had at least a thousand people searching for a certain keyword phrase a month, like let's say building a website, let's say I wanted a thousand people or more searching for that phrase, then I could filter that out so that only that would show. Uh, it also gets into things that you know aren't in Google AdWords tool, and that's the competition. What is the competition for those keywords that you're looking up? And again, I can't go into a lot of detail here, but you know, feel free to check you know, check out the tool. There's a video that you can watch on it to explain it probably a lot better than I can here in this short amount of time. But 
learn more about that. I'll have it in the show notes, but you can also go to, just go to buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash LTP for long tail pro. Um, and that will direct you to uh, a video that you can learn more about that tool. Um, what you'll find is another side note is what you'll find with that tool is that it will help you later as well. If you're developing con- writing content for your website and you're trying to look for, you know, you know, titles or choose keywords that you're using in a, let's say in a blog post. And you can use this tool to help you find words that people again are searching for. And then try to just sort of focus your blog post around, you know, those certain keywords so that you have a better chance of ranking and increasing your search engine optimization for a certain topic that you're writing about. So anyways, enough about, about the keyword tools. That's, you know, that again, that was number seven. So I've actually gone through all seven of the, of the main tips that I wanted to go through for choosing the domain name that you want. Uh, ultimately, you know, focus on, you know, for your website, you know, don't get too hung up on the domain name. I know this is a lot of things to take in and a lot of things to think about, but these are also really good rules of thumb and things to consider when you're choosing your domain name. Uh, but focus on, you know, quality content with your site. That's ultimately always going to be what you want to do. You know, a professional design, you know, a commitment to really producing a quality website. You know, those are the things that are ultimately going to count the most. You know, you could spend weeks and months trying to figure out what to call your website or what web address to use. But ultimately, those are things that are going to count. Definitely consider these tips, but, you know, ultimately know that it'll be about what you do with the site once you get it started. So as I mentioned before, the pro pointer, uh, we're going to have a pro pointer section and here it is. All right. (laughs) Actually already addressed the pro pointer for today. The tool that I was going to suggest is Longtail Pro. And you can find that again at buildingawebsitepro.com forward slash LTP for Longtail Pro. Um, you know, check out that tool. It's something that I use, uh, you know, on a daily basis, you know, looking to see what keywords are, are being searched for and uh, different topics that I might want to consider for, for my own blogs. And you can also use it to, to examine where your ranking is. I, I didn't mention this earlier, but one thing that I really like about the tool is that it will show me where I rank in Google Yahoo and Bing for a particular keywords. So, uh, for example, it, I can put in the words "building a website pro," well, actually, just building a website in this case, and then type in my domain name "building a website pro," and it will search through those three search engines and then give me my my ranking uh, where I would show up in a Google search, for example. So it will say, you know. It might say seven, or it might say seven D, uh, and that would be where I show up in in line in the search. So, just good information to have to see where you're ranking for certain keywords. So that's Long Tail Pro. Check it out. Now, if you would like more information on building a website, consider downloading my free ebook titled Seven Important Things You Need to Consider When Building a Website. To get it, you can just go to www.goprogift.com. That's goprogift.com. And when you do, you get free access to my book. You also receive uh, my newsletter that is uh, always focused on bringing you actionable tips, tricks, and how-tos for building a website. Uh, website marketing, engaging visitors, blogging, and, and a lot of a lot more topics like that. So when you sign up 
to get my free ebook, you'll also uh, be added to my newsletter. And don't worry, I'm not going to send you a ton of uh, of emails or anything like that. Uh, it'll be very minimal, and when I do, it'll have a lot of good information in it. Uh, of course, you can always find great website building information videos on my website at buildingawebsitepro.com. You'll also find show notes on my website for this and every other episode that that include any links and resources I mentioned during a show. So any of the any of the websites that I've already mentioned on the show, I'll I'll have in there in the show notes. And you can find you know the podcast information by in my navigation menu at the top. Go to podcasts, and you can find the latest podcasts. So thanks for joining me in this episode of Building a Website Pro. I've really enjoyed you know going through these topics with you, and I definitely hope that it was helpful to you. And as you consider what you want to call your domain name. Um, you know, I'm really inspired by your willingness to listen in and, and I look forward to bringing you more great content in future shows. I sincerely appreciate you and wish you all the best in your web success. Thanks for listening to the Building a Website Pro podcast at buildingawebsitepro.com.